Hi, I'm Pastor Brad Inman, and you're listening to the Orange United Methodist Sermon Podcast. We're a church in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, that wants to help you find your place in God's story. And we hope this sermon can guide you along that journey. Visit orangemethodist.org to find out more information about location, service times, upcoming events, and ways to give. We hope you enjoy. Okay. Um, oh, I'm Grace Davis. I'm a senior at Chapel Hill High School. Um, yeah, I own a car. Pretty mature. I've learned a lot. Um, the last time... Oh my gosh, Ryan. Okay, the last time I did... Uh, the last time I spoke at Youth Sunday, it was 2019. And, oh, I was a freshman, right? Yeah, okay. Um, I talked about moving to Chapel Hill because I moved here after eighth grade, so I was 14 and very lonely. I had to make new friends and basically start all over, which was a challenge in and of itself. And in 2019, I talked about how God led me to good people and helped me know that I was never truly alone. Um, Yeah, I had a friend group and we hung out every week up until March of 2020, because, you know, yeah, there was a pandemic, so. Um, Yeah, and I'm not saying here that God was wrong, but those friends were very wrong for me. Uh, Over time, I noticed little things, um, like slowly eating away at me. Um, There were a lot of snarky comments and small remarks about body image and a lot of implications that drugs and alcohol were being used just kind of like casually at home, which it's not very casual because it was a bad. Um, I became like really uncomfortable being around these people and it was kind of uh, upsetting because I used to be such good friends with them and trust in them so much that I talked about them at church um, on Youth Sunday. Um, But one night I was babysitting and I had just put the kid down so I went to check my phone and um, they had kicked me out of all the group chats, um, which was very heartbreaking. Um, They had also blocked me on a lot of social media platforms and I had no idea why. Um, I had my mom and Brad, but I still felt very alone, Um, even though they did remind me that God was by my side and still avidly listening. um, They eventually did reach out and tell me what I did wrong. Um, They said that I didn't have enough positive energy um, in a pandemic. They said that my feelings (laughs) weren't valid. They told me that my struggles were too much for them to deal with, even though they were struggles that literally everyone had, like not being able to see your friends face to face and struggling with school because it was online and teachers didn't know how to use Zoom. Um, They wanted me to apologize to them for feeling a little off during a worldwide pandemic. Um, So I very very quickly got a therapist and she helped me know that I wasn't insane. 
Um, I was not the problem in this situation. Um, they were projecting the consequences of their own mental health onto me, and it led to a lot of mental issues inside of me. Um, I eventually developed anorexia, and towards the end of it, it was leaning into bulimia, which wasn't fun at all. Um, but I also was pushed towards alcohol, especially at an outdoor New Year's Eve party. There was a lot of pressure to uh, drink the box wine that were for the parents. We had sparkling grape juice. Um, I was very scared, not only for my safety, but for the safety of my friends who were um, sneaking alcohol from the adult table and then um, attempting to drive um, afterwards. Uh, I did get out of that toxic environment after they kicked me out. I just didn't go back because why would I? And I even temporarily moved to Alabama, which was an experience. I went to the church down there called Grace Auburn, which is nice because that's my name. And it was like a really cool experience to just be down there and go to a church that wasn't orange. Um, I met so many new people, and I even went to their youth group. Um, it wasn't as good as this one, but <laughs> we did play lots of fun games. Like, they had a whole artillery of, like, Nerf guns, like, safe ones. And we had, like, a big war, and it was fun. And I really liked how they did their, um, like, discussions. Um, so the youth pastor would kind of go over what they talked about in church, and then we would just sit in a big circle and just talk about it and how it um, spoke to us. And that was really helpful, especially when they talked about healing. Um, one morning they talked about the Uyghur Muslims and how much they were going through and um, how they were um, going through it and uh, being resilient. Um, and that kind of really sparked something in me that wanted to um, work on getting better and overcoming all of the mental health struggles that I had at the time. Um, it took me another full year to heal. Um, so I left that friend group at the end of 2020, and then um, now it's 2022, so that's crazy. Um, or next Tuesday is my last therapy appointment for a while, which is kind of also weird because I've been going to therapy for so long now. Um, but I don't have anything to talk about anymore, which is nice. Um, one of the things that I did do for myself, though, was spend $79 on a meditation subscription. Um, and it was probably one of the best things I've ever done. Um, they have like different uh, mental health specialists on there, and they even have some like Christian meditations. Um, one of the people actually lives in Chapel Hill, and his daughter's in my French class, which is really cool. Um, but I have a 159-day streak, and I have meditated for over 20,000 
minutes. That's right, two zero 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 minutes. Um, and I got it in August, so it's been like less than a year. Um, in my meditation practice, I um, don't just like sit with my eyes closed and try and make myself levitate. Um, that's what I thought it was at first. I was like, it'd be cool to like relax like a little bit now. Like maybe they'll have me like, I don't know, burn sage. <laughs> but um, what they actually told me was to slow down, um, clear my mind, uh, try and reflect on how I feel. Um, and I haven't done that in a while. I just kind of took things as they came. I never really slowed down to think about how I feel. Um, I remember going into my mom's room and waking her up from a nap um, when my friends said some really mean stuff to me. And I just sat there trying to figure out why they would say that. But I never tried to figure out how it made me feel. So that was really important. Um, so I'm sure you're wondering, where does God come in? Well, the presence of a higher being is something that a lot of people experience while meditating. For some people, it's like Buddha, yeah, other stuff. Um, for us, it's the Holy Spirit and God. Um, when I meditate, um, sometimes I think about death, which is scary because, like, what even happens? Like, is there, like, a ceremony? Like, there's stuff in the Bible about it. But it's um, hard to imagine, you know, when you're just reading it and you're still alive. Um, you don't know exactly what it's going to be like. Um, but one thing that the Bible does tell us is that it'll be really, really peaceful and just kind of like serene. Um, and I think I get like a little tiny piece of that while I'm meditating. I feel like God is with me and heaven hopefully will be like, all of that ever, like times a thousand. So I'm excited for that. I hope you guys are too. Um, while I did heal a lot over the past year, um, all my scars and all of my pain will be so insignificant and minuscule in God's presence. Um, I will remember all the lessons I've learned, but ultimately I feel like I'm going to experience like pure joy up there. Um, I'm thankful for the hardships because they teach me how to be a better person. And like Amanda was saying, um, sometimes we don't necessarily need our struggles taken away from us. We just have to learn how to be strong and resilient with them. Um, and that's what God taught me. So Psalm, 1, what, Psalm 137 verse 3 says, he healeth the broken in heart and bindeth up their wounds. Um, Psalm 147 was written after the exiled Israelites had the opportunity to return to Jerusalem. Um, they, as much as anyone, had experienced loneliness, heartbreak, and struggles. Um, after God allowed them to return, this psalm helps remind them to praise God for all he has done and all he will do. Um, and that's one of the things that I learned from the verse. Um, just like the Israelites, God has brought me some healing um, so far, but I know there's a lot more yet to come. Um, there's going to be more, you know, 
pain and more suffering, but um, at the end of the day, we'll learn from it and we'll grow. Um, I used an analogy in therapy to describe how I felt emotionally from day to day. I would say that I had like knives in my gut and I would like describe how much pain I felt with like a number of knives. Some days it felt like a million and some days it felt like two or three. Um, but right now I feel like I have no knives and it's very nice. Um, when we are struggling, we turn to God so that he can help heal those wounds and take out the knives that hurt us, um, help us acknowledge that um, hurt people hurt people, and that we can overcome the mean words and um, all the bullying in the world. Um, when we are perfectly fine, we should also turn to God. Um, because in taking care of yourself, emotional and social skills are vital. Um, so by practicing meditation, um, we're basically praying. Or when we're praying, we're basically meditating to reflect on how we feel, um, what has brought us joy, and what we're worried about and we would like some more clarity from God about. Um, meditation and prayer help us relax and focus on how we truly feel so that we can ask God while being in his presence for what we need. So please join me in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come to you today knowing that you heal all wounds. Let those who need guidance find you and the miraculous peace that you bring. Remind us to slow down, take deeper breaths, and soak in every joyous moment. Be with us through the good and the bad, and teach us how to know you better. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's sermon. Please join us again next week. In the meantime, you can find us online at orangemethodist.org.